You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Virat Kohli returned as Bangalore's captain for just this one game though and the team marked the occasion with their third win of the season beating Punjab in Mohali by 24 runs in Thursday's evening fixture with me of course is Ayaz Memon uh, Ayaz total sort of capitulation by Punjab Yes, I think their batting performance was very very poor I mean we've seen in this tournament this season there've been some really exciting matches and even if teams have lost a couple of wickets up front they fight back and you know so many matches have gone into the last over quite a few of them to the last delivery and to see punjab kind of fold up like this was very disappointing to watch look i mean it, it wasn't an easy target uh, you know uh, bangalore have got some very good bowlers especially at the death as we've seen mohammad siraj uh, and some of the others bowl but even so punjab missing of course shikhar dhawan uh but just not being able to come up with something substantial barring jitesh jitesh sharma towards the end uh just not enough power in the batting i thought that was very disappointing i will have a question on the selection actually a little later but let me just get you all the scores both teams had stand in captains at the toss shikhar dhawan still unwell and faf duplessy was playing only as an impact player to avoid fielding after the niggle he picked up in the last game bangalore put into bat first by sam karan and there was a mammoth 137 run opening stand by faf and virat kohli virat and then maxwell both fell in the 17th over but faf continued on eventually getting out on 84 of 56 only 44 runs were made in the final five overs despite the solid start and bangalore were restricted to 174 for four punjab's chase went way off course within the power play itself tidey short liam and harpreet getting out the team was 43 for four in 5.3 overs prab simran though gave it some life with 46 and jitesh sharma threatened to get the team close to the finish line with his 41 punjab in fact uh, you know got actually quite close needing 37 of 24 balls but in the end a double wicket over from siraj in the 18th got punjab to 149 and bangalore eventually won the game by 24 runs ayaz as always i'm going to start by asking you who your player of the game is well i think without doubt it would be mohammad siraj for the manner in which he bowled just you know very economical picked up four wickets especially wickets towards the end when it mattered most because jitesh sharma was threatening to kind of blow apart uh, bangalore's hopes but i think siraj has been their outstanding performer even you know through the tournament as 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 the main bowler he comes back strongly towards the death he bowls well in the opening overs picks up a wicket or two so in this match certainly he he made a huge impact uh, let me just get a quick question in on virat kohli lot of excitement just at the toss when everybody saw him coming out to bat this is a good formula that teams are using also now we saw uh, <laughs> mumbai do this with uh, rohit sharma the other day when surya kumar was uh, uh, named captain and then you know today faf batted but didn't feel so that also allows and you know kevin peterson's been saying this a lot in the commentary it also allows a lot of older players to maybe you know extend their uh, indian t20 league careers yeah it's not just that it's about workload management in the in the tournament itself uh, and this is one great way to do it because you allow your best batsman or your major batsman to bat and then not field and you've got you know if you've got options for captaincy it just makes so much more sense uh, in this case faf sitting out after batting and virat kohli taking over of course he had to come out for the toss also uh, yeah i mean but virat did have an anxious moment didn't he mandra towards the end when he dropped a catch <laughs> and it could at that point in time the match could have gone the other way but 
fortunately for him, you know, the, the Siraj came back strongly and he notched up two wins for two two points for his team. I just also wanted to ask you just about Bangalore's batting. A solid start. Virat and Faf made 74 in the first eight overs. And then just 63 runs came from the following eight when teams usually accelerate as Bangalore were 137 in 16 overs before Virat got out on 59. They had the, they had all their wickets in hand. Were the uncharacteristic of the two batters as well to slow down after a solid start? I think what the one other pattern which is, which seems to have emerged this season, and we'll wait and see if it holds true for like for some length of time, is that most teams are getting off to a very good start or a very poor start and trying to make the most of the power play, and coming back very strongly towards the end in the last four or five overs. The middle overs is where teams are getting stuck, and uh, this seems to be happening with most teams. And it it could be because you know the field restriction kind of goes away after six overs, so you got more fielders. The pitch starts slowing down a bit. There's clever use by the bowlers of cutting down the pace and so on and so forth. But this is an interesting phenomenon because the way Faf and Virat were going, it seemed that Bangalore were headed for 200, 200 plus. And they finished about 30, 30 runs fewer almost. So that is something that their rivals will take note of because, you know, much as we've talked about Punjab's batting, let's not forget that beyond Faf and Kohli, even the Bangalore batting is struggling. I mean, Dinesh Karthik hasn't done much this season. Uh, neither has Shahbaz Ahmed. So they need to really beef up their batting towards the you know in the bottom half. Actually, Bangalore now have moved up to fifth in the standings. But just in the whole game, it wasn't like the most commanding of victories, right? Even though they had like, I mean, the, the 74 in eight overs, like I said, and then just added another 100 runs in the next 12. Same in the bowling. They had Punjab on the mat at 76 for five and 9.5. But then they also allowed them to make a match of it, right? So, I mean, this is not exactly how you'd want to be collecting the two points if you're to be considered one of the favourites. Yeah, I mean, what you're talking about is an authoritative win and that we're finding fewer and fewer in this tournament because teams A are evenly matched and then there have been so many, you know, kind of upsets and upheavals and turnarounds, etc. So, which all adds to the excitement. I mean, I would rather see an exciting close finish than completely one-sided uh, in favour of a team which, you know, which just dominates the batting as well as bowling. That takes away, the, I think, the, the, the flavour of uncertainty in, in T20. So I think, but yes, you're right. I mean, Bangalore have some uh, food for thought because their batting is not firing on all cylinders, barring the top two and, and, and at times when Maxwell is firing. And the bowling certainly, they've got some very good bo- bowlers to, in, in the death overs, you know, and, and, and the start, yes. I mean, they've got uh, Mohammed Siraj, as I mentioned, and they've got Harshal Patel, who's slowly coming into his own. They've got Hasananga, who picks up wickets. Uh, valuable wickets and then they've got Wayne Panel who's been a little expensive but he's there so I mean but somewhere they also need to tighten up in their in their bowling beyond these guys they don't have many options just one selection uh, question regarding Punjab leaving Sikandar Raza out I mean the guy wins you your previous match is named man of the match and then you drop him and play Liam Matthew Short Sam and Nathan Ellis I mean is that really the best four that they could have played today well, I think uh, I, I, I was also taken by surprise because, uh, you know, Raza had bowled in the match, in the previous match, and he was man of the match, as you say, and then to find yourself out on the team. Yes, Liam Livingston is a match winner, we all know it, but they have to find space for somebody who's done extremely well in the previous match, in my opinion. 
Okay, just one last question before I let you go. Delhi versus Kolkata. I'm sitting in Delhi. It is dark outside. There's thunder. The the start of play has already been delayed because of rain. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that says about Delhi looking for their first win. Uh, you know, we, we, they haven't won a match this season. Kolkata, of course, also coming on the back of two defeats, I think. You think today is going to be the day Delhi managed to end that run? Well, Delhi will certainly be hoping that this is their day and certainly their fans. But so far, they've just looked so mediocre. Uh, you know, and I don't mean to sound harsh, but they haven't done anything worthwhile in batting, barring Warner's runs and Akshar Patel, uh, you know, coming good. But Akshar has been in terrific form right through the season. And uh, not much in the bowling either. The occasional, you know, bursts of excellence by a Kuldeep Yadav or, you know, uh, an Akshar Patel apart. There's nothing, be- there's been very little to commend about Delhi. Kolkata, on, in the, on the other hand, have been, you know, they've been up and down, but when they've done well, they've shown... They've done extremely well and they've got some, you know, uh, players like Venkatesh Ayer and Rinku Singh who can win a match of their own bat. They've got Varun Chakravarti who's been bowling well. They need, you know, those, those, those two West Indian match winners who've been them, with them for seasons to start firing. And that's Andre Russell and Sunil Narayan. Unless that happens, they're not going to remain a team that most other sides will worry about too much. Looks like the rain wants to play a key, key uh, factor, be a key factor in this game. Let's see if we do even have a game. Uh, we will, of course, be back with the result if there is a match. Thank you so much for joining us, Ayaz. Thanks, Manuel. Thanks. Catch up. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd, Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banai and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelley Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palord. And a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 